Hey Dragons, welcome to a special episode of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different in the sense that it's going to just be me solo. I don't have a guest today, but um, the day this drops, Wednesday, September 13th, is a day that's going to hold special significance for me. I'm recording this actually the night before on September 12th, so I figured I would just come in and talk and kind of update you guys on what's going on and the day that the reason that I'm doing this is the day that this uh the special significance of this day is it has been 100 days since I have had a drink of alcohol and it's not because I have a problem or I'm an alcoholic uh anything like that it was more so for physical health reasons, and then also it has been a very, very, very rough 2017 for me, and I'll get into that a little bit later. And I just decided that I kind of wanted to deal with everything that was happening without putting mind-altering substances into my body, I guess. Um, I just kind of wanted to deal with it head on without any depressants or anything like that. So that's kind of why I decided to stop drinking. And I will, at least temporarily, why I decided to stop drinking. But I will get into all of that a little bit more. So the reason, um, for those of you that have follow us on Facebook or Twitter, um, follow me personally on Facebook, um, no, some of the things that have been going on, uh, in 2017, um, earlier this year, uh, in March, um, uh, my grandmother passed away. So that was, you know, dealing with death is always rough. And then, um, in May, I got some other bad news. Uh, I'm not going to be discussing that, uh, in depth on this podcast, but maybe at some point in the future, We'll talk about it. Um, and then uh, two weeks ago, on August 28th, one of our bloggers, uh, Taylor um, Ullery, decided to... Um, he died via suicide. And that's been really rough. And I'm actually quite thankful that I had stopped uh, drinking before that because I think that is one of the ways that I would have coped with with his loss is I probably just would have come home after work and had a beer or two. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it does, at least for me, it does dull the senses and it dulls your mental faculties. I mean, that's what alcohol does. It does do that. And I don't want when I'm processing all these things that have happened and all these things that are going on, I don't want my faculties dull. I really want them operating at 110%, operating at 100%, and just really dealing with all the emotions and all the thoughts and all the uh, 
trials and tribulations that come with these life events. Uh, so yeah, and to be honest, since I got this news in, in May that was somewhat life-changing, um, I've been a little directionless in life. Uh, I haven't really, I've had to redesign aspects of my life that I didn't think I would have to, I would have to redesign. Um, and I've had to address things that I didn't think I would necessarily have to address. So what that has done, what that has done, um, it's just, it's, it was just kind of a way for me to start this, this process. And so, um, so yes, um, since, since that time in May, I'd been a little directionless and I think that's come through on the podcast. Uh, it, it, I've had, uh, friends on the podcast where we just, talk and there's no real direction and I don't know if you the listener is getting a lot of value out of that I know it's great for me to have an excuse to you know shoot the breeze with my friends and catch up and it's great but is there really a purpose to the conversations outside of me you know, contacting my friends and saying, hey, let's just record one of our normal conversations. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. Um, a lot of the value out of podcasting, I think, is user-derived, so you kind of decide what you get out of each episode. It's really, it's really kind of up to the listener. Um, so, I haven't really talked a whole lot about health and fitness lately. I think it's been a good chunk of months where we, you know, since we've had any, anybody fitness related on. And so I thought the hundred days of not drinking, I could talk about some of the health benefits that I've seen from this and what has impacted my life from not drinking. So, um, one of the reasons I stopped, you know, drinking after these, after I got this news in May, I was actually talking with my dad and my dad, it was on June, it was probably on June 1st where my dad was like, I think you should just stop drinking while you're dealing with this process, you know, until this process is done. I think you should just, you know, lay off the booze. And it took me a couple days but June 4th was my last drink. June 5th was my first day of not having alcohol. And I actually really thought about it. I'm 33 years old on, on Sunday, September 17th. So, uh, happy birthday to me. And since I've been drinking, the longest period of time I've gone without a drink was 59 days in the summer of 2010 when I was studying for the Arizona bar exam. And I don't think that that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just think, I mean, if you, if, if, if you drink alcohol, I don't know if you could pinpoint multiple two month time periods where you never had a drink. 
even if you're only drinking at weddings or Sunday brunches or once a week at dinner, you're still having some amount of alcohol, you know, every seven days or every 30 days or something like that. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, you know what, let's see, Let, let's just, yeah, why not? Let's just stop drinking and let's see if we can go past 59 days and see what kind of changes for us, for me. I'm speaking in the plural because I, you know, I feel like I'm talking to multiple me's, um, you the listener being a part of me, I guess, I don't know. Uh, stream of consciousness, there we go. But it's not that I had or have a drinking problem. I don't think I do. Drinking has never gotten in the way of my life, career, anything along those lines. Uh, it's never had a detrimental effect. But it was something like, wow, in 15 years, I've only had one two-month period without alcohol. So now I'm on over three months, and it's been it's been really really interesting. Um, first, the the immediate effects I have felt uh, were it's easier to get up in the morning. People who know my schedule know that I usually go to bed very early. I go to bed around eight o'clock at night, and I wake up at four a.m. Now, when I used when I when I was drinking. I would usually have a beer with dinner or, you know, a couple beers on the weekends. But even if I would have one beer with dinner, and we're not talking Bud Light, we're not talking Miller Light, we're talking, you know, usually either a 12-ounce or a bomber-sized bottle of a craft beer, a little bit more expensive, but usually higher in ABV. Um, it wouldn't be unusual that I would have, you know a stone in joy by that's usually around nine to 10% in a bomber bottle. Uh, and I would have one of those with dinner, you know, three or four nights a week. And even if I went to bed on time at eight o'clock, just getting up the next morning to go to the gym at 4am was just slightly harder so the immediate effects I've seen is it's a lot easier to get regimented and stay on a schedule, and it's easier for me not to hit the snooze button uh, on the alarm. So that's one of the first health benefits that, that I've seen. Uh, second is I dropped almost 15 pounds immediately. I was over 170 pounds in May, and now I'm sitting at 155. So I think part of that, I don't think all of it is just quitting drinking. I think it's, it's the quitting drinking in conjunction with being more consistent at the gym that came from not drinking. Like, you know, now I'm at the gym six times a week, whereas before I'd be at the gym three or four times a week. So I, I mean, I, I think the increased activity has also contributed to weight loss, but the not drinking has contributed to the increased exercise. Um, because of these life changes, and I said I was redesigning my life, I've also been eating healthier. Now, I don't know if, so I think, yeah, all three of those, eating healthier, being more active, 
not drinking um, has all contributed to the 15 pounds in three months. But I'm also making these decisions and it's easier to keep these decisions because I'm not drinking, because I don't have that level of, um, I don't know what, I, I don't know the word I'm trying to say is, uh, I don't have those as many excuses to not eat as healthy. Um, I remember when I was drinking, I would go out with friends and we would go to bars and, you know, even if we went for a happy hour, it would be, it would be, okay, I'm going to have, you know, the nachos with my beer. I'm going to have the cheese sticks with my beer, the burger with the beer. Um, and now I'm not, I'm not having, I'm not having the excess calories from beer and I'm also not having the excess calories from this unhealthy food. Now, this isn't to say that I'm, I'm not, my social life is lacking. My social life is definitely not lacking. Um, I still go to happy hours with friends. I've been fortunate enough to surround myself with people who don't care that I'm not drinking. In fact, I mean, it doesn't play a role in our relationship whatsoever, which is great because early on in this process, uh, a friend of mine I had brought up, I was like, hey, maybe you're drinking a little too much. I wasn't trying to be, I wasn't trying to be holier than now, but it was just, there was numerous conversations where I was just like, okay, maybe this is not the best decisions that you're making. Um, and she told me, she's like, when I stop drinking, my social life suffers because nobody wants to go to happy hour with a person who doesn't drink. And I haven't found that at all. I will say I've gone to some happy hours and I'll get, I'll get, either just a water or a tea, um, a cup of coffee, things like that. If I am around people who I think my not drinking would make them uncomfortable, then normally I'll just get a, uh, I won't get a vodka soda. That is drinking. I'll just get a club soda with lime and that way they, you know, I'll order it at the bar and they won't know what I'm drinking and they'll just think that I'm having, you know, a vodka soda. But it is what it is. You know, those people can think what they want to think. But yeah, and it's, there have been some, some struggles with the not drinking. I mean, I do miss the routine. I would come home from work. I would be cooking dinner and I would crack open, like I said, a stone enjoy by or something along those lines. And I would just enjoy it while I was cooking and then I would enjoy it with dinner and so there is this routine that I miss. I miss having that 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 taste. I am one of the few people that do enjoy the taste of craft beer. Um and and it was I, I missed having that taste, you know, to go with whatever it was I was cooking. You could pair things up that way, and it was it was really uh, it was really a nice routine that I had and I really enjoyed it. Uh, also a couple of my very close friends, a lot of our bonding came, you know, I'm sure like a lot of people, it came at bars. We would, you know, I would come into town and for a visit and we'd go to the bar and we would have, you know, a few pints and we would talk and we would catch up 
and and it was wonderful. It was really, really great. It's how I would stay in contact with, you know, stay up to date with a lot of my friends. Um, that's changed, you know. We either don't go out to bars anymore or we'll go out to bars, but I'll, like I said, I'll have tea or coffee or something along those lines. Um, brunch, I was a huge brunch fan. Uh, still am a huge brunch fan, but this kind of gets into some of the other effects uh, the other health effects of not drinking. Um, I have greatly increased my, <laughs> my caffeine intake. Um, my caffeine used to be, you know, my pre-workout shake in the morning and then maybe a cup of coffee two or three times a week at the office. Now, like, like I said, like I was saying, I'm a huge brunch fan. Instead of having a mimosa or a Bloody Mary with brunch or a beer with brunch, I'll have a cup of coffee. Sometimes two, maybe even three cups of coffee. Sometimes I'll switch to decaf, but more often than not, I'll just, you know, I won't make a fuss and I'll just have the regular cup. Uh, my, my caffeine intake at work has gone up. Again, I think it's just a kind of a routine thing. I will now have, you know, a cup or two of coffee or decaf coffee at work. And then lately, it's actually been in the afternoons, I'll also have an energy drink. So I don't know what a doctor would say about switching out alcohol for caffeine, but it's, I think it is a matter of taste because water gets boring. Um, recently, my doctor told me to lay off the protein shakes, so I haven't even been having protein shakes. So it's, it's literally water or coffee um so yeah uh, also one of the other not so healthy things i've done um i don't know if this is to replace alcohol or just to cope with all the stuff that 2017 has thrown at me um i have started smoking cigars more and it's wonderful uh, I used to smoke a cigar or two a year, maybe, maybe up to three a year, uh, special occasions, this, that, or the other thing, you know, I'd break out a stove and, and enjoy a good cigar. I will say now it's probably more like three times a month. But I think that's also a matter of me saying treat yourself. And not really, not really thinking about the long-term consequences of the cigar smoking. Uh, and it's also just very relaxing. So I don't know if I'm going to keep up with three or four a month, but I probably won't go back down to two a year. You know, maybe one a month or one every other month, something like that. It's also just really fun to light up a cigar and then take Coco, my dog, for a walk for as long as the cigar lasts, which is usually around an hour. So we get back home. I'm super relaxed. She's super tired because she's just walked for an hour. Um, yeah. But I wanted to get back to the social aspects of not drinking. Um, one of my, one of my biggest concerns was every year my fantasy football league, we all meet in Vegas for the draft. 
And there is not a lot to do in Vegas if you're not drinking or gambling or whatever. So also some of these trying situations this, this year, um, have required me to tighten the belt and, you know, calm down on the spending. Um, not drinking is actually very beneficial for that because I stopped going out and I stopped buying alcohol. And as I was saying, like, I'm a craft beer drinker. So, like, the beers I would buy would be, like, 10 12 bucks a six-pack or even, you know, $8 for a bomber bottle, $12 for a bomber bottle. Sometimes I would even have ones ex- as expensive as, you know, 15 to $25 for, you know, a 24-ounce beer. So not drinking has actually definitely helped me, but July was a very expensive month. And when we went to Vegas in August, I didn't have all that much money. So here I am with seven people who are all drinking all the time, who are gambling all the time. I didn't have very much money to gamble and I didn't have, well, I didn't have any money to spend on alcohol because I wasn't drinking. But, you know, surprisingly, there are other things to do in Vegas. And honestly, I really enjoyed just watching them all have a good time. This was my year to kind of sit back, not be the center of attention, kind of observe all my friends and just kind of make sure that they were having a good time and make sure that they were enjoying themselves. And it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure people looked at me funny, like, why is he ordering a virgin daiquiri? Because um, it's delicious, by the way. And also, it's 104 degrees by the pool. Like, I'm not drinking... I'm not going to have a hot tea or a hot coffee by the pool. Um, I will say, though, I did have many a Red Bull. So, there was actually a, a nice time with a cocktail waitress. I was sitting down. I was gambling a little bit with my buddy. And I asked for a sugar-free Red Bull. And she comes back and she brings a vodka Red Bull, and a vodka sugar-free Red Bull. And she's like, I brought you both because I couldn't remember which one you wanted. And then I had to be like, oh, I actually only wanted the sugar-free Red Bull, not the vodka. <laughs> and she kind of cracked up at that. So that was that was kind of funny. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other health benefits or negatives I've experienced. Um, the dropping 15 pounds has been great. Uh, I can see my abs again, which is, which is awesome. I'm now at probably the second best shape of my life. And hopefully we're going to keep things going. Uh, mutter season is starting this weekend. Well, the second half of mutter season, I didn't do a whole lot this summer, but I'm going to be running nine tough mutters in eight weeks, 10 weeks, eight weeks, nine tough mutters in eight weeks. Uh, pretty much two every other week until November. I'm really excited. I'm gonna, I'm at 22 right now. By the end of the year, I'll have 31, which means the likelihood of me hitting that 50 before 35 is extremely likely. My 24th Tough Mudder will come on my 33rd birthday. So that's, it's very exciting. Um, what else has been going on? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of what other health benefits I've had from not drinking. Uh, just, there is a mental clarity. There is just, it's easier 
everyone gets in funks sometimes, and I think not drinking has made it easier for me to get out of those funks and to get back to, you know, a place where I can I can laugh easier and I can smile. Uh, and so, yeah, I really think not drinking has helped that. Uh, when this period of my life is over, I probably will go back to drinking. I don't think as much. I think it'll be even less than what it was before everything happened. Uh, I do like the way I feel. I like the way I look. Uh, I like my interactions with my friends. It's a li- like everything's, everything seems less heightened. It seems like the volume has been turned down on the stressors of life. So I think, I think that's, that's a good, no, that's obviously a good thing. But I've been talking for about 25 minutes now. I'm hoping you have all gotten something out of this. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to shoot me an email at ken at dumbbellsanddragons.com. Tweet me at dumbbellsdragon. Facebook me. You know, the whole bit. Uh, If there are other things that you would like to see on the podcast um, so we can get A, so the podcast can get back going in a positive direction, in a direction that is useful for just having a direction is good in general, but also a direction that you all as listeners want to see. So I'm excited for that. And other than that, thanks for, thank you for sticking with me on this one. I know it was a little bit of a, of a more intense topic. You know, 100 days, no alcohol. Yeah, I feel good about it. I feel good about it. I hope you all feel good about it, too. I hope you enjoyed listening to this one. Workout nerd out, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, workout nerd out.